solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Bum bum ba bum 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 bum. Chapter thirteen, Gryffindor versus Ravenclaw. All right. <clears throat> Welcome to another episode. I'm Alex. I'm Molly. And this is Pot Watch. Watch. So, um, I don't know how long this is going to last. I'm sorry. If Probably it's... too long for your liking. Yeah, definitely. This is what I was going to apologise for. And my, my liking. <laughs> really. Um, Molly's going to get tired of me. She's going to get very cross. Um, I'm always very cross. Always cross with me about something. But um, I've decided that I would like to do part of this episode in an accent and then... Uh, Molly's gonna do. I mean, I'm, I'm here. She's I'm here, here for it. She's got an accent. I'm at switch it up in the middle, but um, there you it never is. Know. You know, it, we're just. You gonna, never know. We're just gonna keep going. Did your food ever get here? My food did not get here. So in the middle of this episode, I'm going to be eating some um some fettuccine alfredo. Some munchies. Some munchies. Uh, yeah. So let's just the try munch. to let's just try to fit in every British word we know. Is that a British word? <laughs> Munchy. <laughs> I don't it's think so. Some munch. <laughs> I think I just wanted to say munchies. Uh, munchies just sounds good in a British accent. It seems proper. It just seems like got the munchies. Just not the right thing to do. All right. Well, let's crack on. Crack on then. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. I apologise. Okay, so how were they listening to this episode? What have they done? Um, you know, what I couldn't. Saw? I couldn't quite remember the password from last week. I think it was, um, who won the game? Who won? Oh, well, Gryffindor wins, so. You know, good guess if you didn't read the chapter, because, honestly, you know, nine times out of ten, it is Gryffindor that's winning. Yikes, I mean, we all remember Hufflepuff. Yeah, too soon, really. Um, I feel like I was rooting for them. I'm, I don't, I know, I'm Gryffindor, so I want them to win, but, you know, I'm glad if, uh, if uh, Ravenclaw and Hufflepuff have their day, honestly. Just as long as Slytherin's not winning. Um, alright, alright. Um, I cannot say alright in an English accent, I've decided. Alright. It's hard. It is. It's a it's hard, hard word, Honestly, there are, some, there are some words that, like, Potter also is really hard. Potter. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying, like, that only works in some variations of the British accent. Like, it's hard for me to say it, because I don't, you know, it's things... The R. Yeah, it's like... Because the way we pr- say things are different. I don't know. I was talking to or Skyping with my friend who um, is English and she was like telling me the different things and she was like, she actually studies language. So she was like, oh, it's because this is like very, you know, prominent in your dialect and it's not the same. And I was just like, oh, well, hoity toity. <laughs> um, but today is the day we talk about chapter 13. Which um, is called um, Gryffindor versus Ravenclaw. Gryffindor versus Ravenclaw, and then what? What have you renamed it? Um, Patronus versus Dementor. Ooh, I Just see. To keep with the theme. I know you went very like hearkened to the original chapter name. Mm. And what did you rename it? I've renamed it. Uh, a bit of a alliteration here. Crookshanks accused cat crook. Oh. I'm going to say it in my regular accent just so we really understand what I'm saying. I understood. Oh, okay. Well, I said Crookshanks accused cat crook. I think it sounded better, actually. 
in, in the British accent. and oh, in the sure. accent. Most most things do. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Um, and so as you all know, we do a haiku at the beginning of every chapter. Not that they're very good haikus, but um, we do try our best. Um, shall I go first, or shall I, you? I, you can go. Have a go, Molly. <coughs> oh, boy. Ron's acting butthurt. <laughs> Everyone's hyped for Firebolt. Gryffindor wins big. Oh, well, that's good. That's great. That's great. Heck you. It's a. It is. Heck you. A cool, cool, cool. Was that the door? Was that my stomach growling? Hello. Are you there with my food? No. All right. Anyway. No, it's a good haiku. Ring the doorbell. Oh, that's true. All right. So. My haiku is as follows. Um, <laughs> I'm not very good at them. They don't make sense. Okay, it says, Lions play the birds. <laughs> Minnie yells. What for? Lions play the birds. Lions play the birds. Lions. Right, oh, you're right. Lions. 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 I... I think it's one. Lions play the bird. Okay, so the lions play the birds. The lion. Lion seems like... All right, well, you can we'll have it, it both up. ways. We'll look it up. Either way, it's lions play the birds, or the lions play the birds. Have a go at whatever you like. Um, Minnie yells. Harry excels. Malfoy's pranks a bust. Excellent. There we go. So I hope you got everything you needed out of those two haikus to enjoy listening to the episode in which we talk in detail about this chapter. Wonderful. 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 Onward. Um, Harry's not even one to always pick Ron's side, but Hermione has no one else. Yeah. I can't do my notes in an accent. I just can't. I, I mean, that's fine. <laughs> you were so sad. I mean, try reading your notes in an accent. <laughs> I'm worried too much about saying them than I am of actually saying my notes. Even though it is later <laughs> revealed. <laughs> well, that's because I can't read in general. My dyslexia is... <laughs> well, and I'm trying to decipher my handwriting. Yeah, uh, I've got it on a computer, which really helps me. Okay, so it says, even though it is later revealed that it isn't Crookshanks, she still handles this badly, is what my first note is. Clearly, we're talking about Hermione. Right. Right, but I think yours comes first. So what, what did you have to say? <laughs> um, Harry's not even... Um, he's not always picking Ron's side, I think. No, I agree. But Hermione's, like, you always pick Ron's side. Uh, but I think it's because she has no one to pick her side. So she's, like, Harry's the in-between. Yeah, I mean, I also think this... The, these past... These couple chapters in a <laughs> row... Um, it's been a rough go of it for Hermione because she hasn't made some great decisions and she's had to make some hard choices. So I think in in recent times, Harry has been choosing Ron's side. And I think she also, I she probably feels that more often than not, she's the one compromising with them. 
So it's like they both want like to do this thing. Hogsmeade. Right, you know what I'm saying? Like they both want to do this thing that is a little bit against the rules or like a little bit off collar and she's like, you know, maybe we shouldn't do this, but they're both going to sort of agree with it. And it's not Harry agreeing with Ron. It's really like just Harry doing what he wants to do. But because there are three, you know, what your mom says, you know, friendships in threes, it doesn't really work. You know, she denied saying that. You always told me that. Well, she's the one that went and had three children, isn't she? Mm. That's why. I think she thought that's what I was talking about, but it's not what I was talking about. <laughs> I said, Mary, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, Mary. <laughs> okay, why don't you do the I New guess. York accent and I'll do <clears throat> the British one. Or the English one or whatever. English is better, I feel, because British, um, it's not like an Irish accent. <laughs> I can't do it if you're doing the British. I can't separate. It's really hard, isn't it? Oh, God. Um, to do one when, you know, somebody else is doing another one. I can't. No, okay. I can't even I'll stop talking for a bit no, and then I you try. <laughs> you think we should drop the accents? Yeah, I think we should. Okay. All right. <laughs> Welcome to another episode. <laughs> uh, it's the real Alex. It is the mostly real mom. And another year older, might I add. Oh, yeah! Sorry, that was weird. Um, It was Molly's birthday just yesterday. Which, I... if you're listening, was probably about three months ago. But, you know, either way, we're very happy to be celebrating it together. Really, Recording... I'm celebrating you celebrating it. Yeah. So By listening to this podcast. Yeah. So if you hear this and you're like, oh, man, I forgot all about Molly's birthday. What do I do? Well, Molly, more than anything, just loves um, reviews on iTunes. Ugh. And shout Can't outs. Can't get enough of them. And shout outs on Facebook. Message us. She loves that stuff. Mm. Um, yes, I think we can keep going, though, with our notes. I think we're just basically saying that Harry's caught between a, a rat and a cat place. Ah! <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> that See, was really good. That should, have been, that should have been your chapter title. Oh, it should have been the haiku. <laughs> Harry's trapped <clears throat> between a rat and a cat place. That might be the whole haiku. That's right the there. whole haiku. Um, I said Ron's mostly sad because it was like his pet and he likes to milk it. Uh-huh. And I totally agree with Forge. That was my full note on that because like Fred and George are trying to cheer Ron up being like, what did he do anyway? Just like go buy another rat. Like it's just a rat. Um, which yeah. is true. I think it's sad though, you know... It's still I your get, pet. Yeah, it's still his pet. And also, Ron, like, slept with him, which is very gross. Yeah, like, Ron and Scabbers were very close. He and I think... And I think Hermione's being extremely insensitive. Like, I do feel bad for Hermione. Like, I definitely have empathy for her in this m- moment. But... I only feel bad for her because she has other stuff going on. Yes, that's what I mean. Like, I don't feel bad because of the cat thing. I feel bad because she's in a really bad spot right now. 
But, um, but she's I, definitely handling this situation. But if she poorly. just said, like, I'm sorry, yeah. then they wouldn't be mad at her. Like, Harry would definitely not be. Harry's not even mad yeah, at her. Yeah, Harry's been really good, I think, about the whole thing. And Ron would still, like, try and do Ron stuff, but he wouldn't be, like, milking it like he is. Like, with Lavender, he's like, oh, her mind doesn't care about people's pets. <laughs> like, he wouldn't do that shit if she was like, oh, man, I feel so bad if. If Crookshanks really did do it. Yeah. She doesn't even have to be like, Crookshanks definitely did it, but she can be like, man, if that is what happened, I feel really bad. I'm really sorry, Ron. Like, yeah. can I buy you a new rat or yeah. something? And I honestly, I think you're exactly right, because every time Ron brings up being mad at Hermione, he's always like, and she didn't even say, like, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, every time. Like, I think it really hurts his feelings that, like... It sounds like he's looking for some remorse. He's looking for some remorse, and I think in general, Hermione's that kind of friend who's right all the time, and this is kind of one instance where it's like all evidence is pointing against her, and she doesn't have any real proof that it wasn't Crookshanks that did it. any real reason to hold on to it. Like, they're not gonna put down Crookshanks. Like, nothing's, like... Yeah. I don't know. So... I think it's just frustrating for him that in this instance she can't be, she can't say, hey, I'm sorry. Is she just being proud because she's always right? I think that's part of it. I think that is part of it. I think she also, like, I think she doesn't want Crookshanks to be the bad guy. Yeah. Because, like, I understand that. Like, you don't want your pet to... Because cats are a little bit more, like, that's your child. (laughs) You know. To quote Hagrid in a later chapter, people get weird about their pets. But, um... Um... I'm at Hooch. Your favorite character. Alex is overcome with emotion talking about Madame Hooch. She can't speak. <laughs> and she's swallowing her Alfredo. But more importantly, it's the Hooch stuff. Everyone's um. favorite lesbian in the Harry Potter world. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Hooch! Am I right? Um, okay. My note says, Madame Hooch, we literally I mean, haven't heard you talk since book one. L-O-L. Her name rhymes with Hooch. Am I right? It sure does. That's just one gay woman, is all I'm gonna say. They cast her right in the movie. <laughs> Every time you say it sure does, it reminds me of our good friend Ben. <laughs> That's definitely where I picked up that phrase. Um, yeah, so I was like, hasn't well, she's like obsessed with the fireball, but she was allegedly working on it with Flitwick to like see if it had any um, yeah, but I guess she hasn't seen it, like, in the jinxes air. on it. No, but she's just touching it. She's like, oh my gosh, does it? And she's, like, going on about different models of brooms and stuff like that. Oh, Hoochie. Oh, Hoochie Mama. Excuse me. Hoochie Mama. <clears throat> um. Okay, this is just, I have, like, this note about how it's described um, about Harry riding the firebolt for the first time, brushing the grass with his toes. Ew. Is he barefoot? Like, what's going on? I mean, what? 
Also, what injuries is Wood referring to with Cho Chang? No idea. Because honestly, um, um, I was ahead in reading. So uh, I read this chapter a long time ago, and I don't even remember that they referred to injuries. Um, Wood just says, it's Cho Chang. She's a fourth year. She's pretty good. I really hope she wouldn't be fit. She's had some problem with injuries. She is fit, am I right? That's some British <laughs> slang for you. What? I just meant that, like, fit also means, like, that she's, like, good looking. Is it? Yeah. Okay. I believe you. I read a lot of fan fiction. I know these things. <laughs> Maybe that's just a fan fiction thing. If not, <clears throat> I've seen it in, like, British television, too. Okay. Okay. I said okay. Mm-hmm. Um, what is throwing so much shade about um, what broom she has? I know. And I'm like, what do you like? Yeah, I was. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, no. I mean, what broom do you have, Wood, or anybody else on the team for that matter? Like, I'm pretty sure that's what Fred and George have. Or no, they have clean sweeps. But also, that's what I and. This is probably the last time you're going to hear me say this. And so I'm going to talk a lot about Cho this chapter because I like this introduction to Cho. I just don't like do Cho too. later. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I really like her in this chapter, me actually. Me too. Like, really like her. And I think it's, like, fucked up that they're all like, oh, yeah, her broom sucks, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, good for you, Cho, for giving, like, a good hard fight. Yeah. Um. Again, Wood just, like, sucks. Like, he's calling Harry out on, he's like, unless, of course, you, do you have that Dementor problem fixed? My note says, Wood, if you're insensitive about this Dementor thing, in all caps, one more time, I swear, I don't know what I'm going to do to you. I'm going to stop reading about you after this book until the next book where you're mentioned once. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. Yeah, you stick it to a mom. Um, foreshadow for Ron about being on the team when he's, like, riding Harry's broom. He's, like, really into it. Poor Ron. Weasley is our king. Am Weasley? I right? Oof. I don't have, like, very thoughtful notes, I think, for this chapter. Not that much happens. Fun fact, nothing happens. <laughs> oh. That's why the haikus were so lame. <laughs> Except for they were brilliant. Yeah. Um, um, Crookshanks and Sirius watching Harry ride his broom, and then Crookshanks covering for Sirius is just so sweet. It's irresponsible, but it's sweet. Is that what- I didn't think that he was there to watch Harry. I was pretty sure that's when they were doing, like, the switch for, like, the, um, passwords. Like, they were meeting up to, like... Oh, maybe. She was, like, bringing him the passwords. Because it's, like, the next day or something. Yeah. I also thought... I mean, maybe. I mean, that's a... He's still on a mission. Pretty open place to meet. Like, I feel like it might have been safer to meet near the... They were, like, on the skirts of the Forbidden Forest, though. Yeah. Maybe. Um, I just said Kirkshank's is shady AF. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Either way, Crookshanks is certainly a shady kitty. And I don't, I've always thought that, like, Crookshanks just, like, falls off 
after like the sixth during the sixth book or something like not never mentioned the seventh one i'm assuming she went to australia i hope she goes to australia that's or I like, like to stays at the weasleys maybe like the burrow yeah because hermione goes there mm-hmm. first i'm actually gonna look for that next when we read the seventh one if if it's mentioned that Crookshanks is at the borough. Mm. Hmm. That's a that's a good thing to look for because yeah. Because I want to say they mentioned her like chasing or him chasing the gnomes or something. But I think that's later. Like I think that's in five or something. But her might they don't talk about her. Oh, the next book maybe. Because she goes <laughs> to the Weasleys. Yeah, for the before the World Cup. Yeah. Hmm. Definitely will look out for that. <clears throat> I think the gnomes do come back in the next book, though. But they definitely have to get rid of the gnomes in 7 too. For the wedding. For the wedding. So. Um. I just love all of the pre game people coming up to Harry, like Cedric. Oh. Such a sweetheart. He's a sweetheart. Mm-hmm. Um, he came over to congratulate Harry on getting a great broom. Penny. Penny Pan. <laughs> Penelope. Penelope Clearwater. And I, Purse. And Percy making their bets. I think it's so cute. I do too. Like, I literally think that scene is so adorable. Like, low-key, Percy was almost my champ. I honestly, like, it, it, break, this is honestly making me hate Percy more. Like, the more I start to love him right now is the more mad I'm gonna be. Because I think before, Percy, like, went honestly, like, almost without notice to me. But this time, since I'm trying to like him this time around, I am finding things I like about him, but it's making me so much madder later. I don't know if this, like, has backfired to, like, it's not making me a, a purse fan. Although, I just think in this moment that he's so cute with Penelope. Yeah. I ship them a little bit. Who is this Audrey person? Well, Penelope gets her shit together and is like, I can't be dealing with you and your... Yeah. Um, you didn't say anything to Bruce when you came in? You didn't even say hi? Bruce is Bruce? I don't like this Bruce in the room. Dude, you didn't notice the giant Christmas Make me notice it more. 
we bought all these Christmas decorations. But obviously we waited till after, after yeah, Christmas doesn't start till after Molly's birthday. Neither does Hanukkah, coincidentally. It starts on the 12th. <laughs> okay, anyway. <clears throat> it just seemed kind of rude that you didn't say anything to him. Bruce, I apologize sincerely for not noticing you. Uh, we have an artificial tree in my office, and my friend, my coworker, Stephanie, she um, talks to it all the time. She's named her Bella, and she'll be like, why did you do that? <laughs> she talks. She'll be like, Molly, you didn't say hi to Bella today. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> you know, in these glasses with the color like that, it makes me feel like I'm like some like old Scotch man. Yeah, like I feel like an old man straight. like drinking like a smoking a cigar, drinking a scotch straight. I love it. I love that feeling. I've never had that feeling before. I've drank scotch straight. It's bad, right? I hated it. It's terrible. Well, and then I put it on the racks, and then a lot more racks, and I still hated it. It's not tasty. I wish I liked things like that, you know, so I could feel like I'm. I can something. do some bourbon. Uh, maybe I'll maybe uh in Kentucky. Kentucky will change me. Doubt it. I don't like any dark liquor as of right now, unless it's like a rum in something. Get your shit. You're gonna be a Kentucky girl? <laughs> no. Don't know about all that. <laughs> you like horses. I Check. do like horses. You're gonna start loving basketball. No. You love the UK. <laughs> <laughs> well played, well played. Just uh, for anyone listening, if this ever stays in, it's not. Okay, then never mind. I won't. But the UK's worse than Kentucky. <laughs> Just in case. <laughs> Remember when I went to, um... Not me. No. Ball, not mall. Bitch, you talking about me? Oh, no. Um, she wants help with that. She meant to say at the ball, not at the mall. At the mall? I'm trying to picture... I'm just going to send it to her. Why did you put that right over your face? I couldn't, I couldn't, it's just like a thing. (laughs) Phone your sparkle. Thanks, coach. Feeling good. Um, oh yeah, okay, so let's have a little chat about this scene where everyone's like congratulating him on the broom and then Malfoy saunters up and he's like, let me check out this broom. 
for science, basically. He's like, I need to check it out. Uh, Is it true? Yeah. Is it true? Give me a break, Malfoy. Give me a fucking break. He's so mad right now. He's like, yeah, the team... um, the team made me come over, and then Harry's slaying line. The best the best line in the chapter, honestly, um, is Harry's clap back to Malfoy, which is, too bad your broom doesn't come with an extra arm. It could catch the snitch for you. <laughs> I do think that they both have good jokes. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Malfoy's is good, too, where he's like, too bad it doesn't come with a parachute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, well like, done. it was solid. They're both witty. It's a solid back and you know, forth. There's a well, r- they're not always witty. <laughs> I mean, like, in, like, with, yeah. you, with each other, they, like, you know, I feel like they're well-matched in terms of, like, rivalries. Wit. Yeah, wit. <laughs> yes. Um, That's what I mean. Like, they're not always witty. Yeah. <laughs> but they are a good match for each other. Yeah. Like, Hermione could out <laughs> with them any day. Um, uh... Actually, probably. I don't know. In terms of weird play, it's probably, like, Fred and George are probably, yeah. like, top dogs. But they get, they let Malfoy get to them. Oh, yeah, Fred and George? Yeah. Certainly. Certainly. Um, they, have, they have that Weasley temper. Yeah. Harry's, like, looking for Lupin. And of course he's there. So sweet. Of course he's watching. Oh, love it. Love it. I really love it. Okay. Um, Just a taste. Uh, how obnoxious do you think Malfoy was about being the one from the Slytherin team to go check out the broom? Oh, you had another note on Malfoy, I Of see. course I did. I was moving past. I had a note and then a sub note. <laughs> like, I did sub bullets to talk about that Malfoy. That is true. He's the only one. Like, he because can't well, help himself. Because he says he's like... Uh, like we're like it, like it's clear that he had to do it. Like he went back He's and talked to the rest of the team. Yeah. But I would like want to know how obnoxious he was about being the one who got to do it because he he really can't help himself. He was gonna do it anyway. Yeah, like this was just an excuse. He's so <laughs> he's such a little shit. I love him so much. Oh my god. Okay. Um, He's the fucking worst in this chapter. Oh Malfoy, I know. What I love about Malfoy is that he just fails so spectacularly in this chapter that it's it's so funny. Okay, I, I have thoughts. I can't wait to <laughs> talk about his blunder. I'm actually less angry at him than other people. Ooh, like he's not my rat. He's not. Is he my rat? Who's my rat? Oh, <laughs> I have a dumb rat. But anyway, keep going. Um, Gryffindor is the most progressive with gender. Maybe the Hufflepuffs? I don't know. Because, like, they always know, like, that Slytherin doesn't have any girls Yeah, I hate team. that about Slytherin team. Like, what the fuck, Slytherin? Well, and Ravenclaw only has one. Um, and then Hufflepuff, they don't say, but I, I also, assume that Hufflepuff maybe is two. <laughs> I also feel like it's a bit of a cop-out that the only girl on their team is the Seeker. Because that makes it's supposed the most to, sense. Because it's supposed to... Yeah, right. Because it's supposed to be the smallest person on the team is the Seeker. Like, women and should be Seekers. But she's also, like... Seeker is sort of, like, a side person to the game. Like, they're very important to the game, obviously. But they're not, but in, the they're not like, in the thick of it. Like, I love that Gryffindor team has, like... 
two. Three. Gri- three. Gryffindor, like, They're all, all chasers. chasers are women. Like, go Gryffindor. Honestly. Um, oh, I, my next note just says, Cho Chang was extremely pretty. <laughs> then I have my best note of anything I've ever written. I'm very proud of it, so don't make fun of me. <laughs> I like that you said that. Like, don't make fun of me. It says, oh, let me let me calm myself down. I won't be able to do it. <clears throat> okay. It says, ooh, Harry and Cho oh Chang sitting. <laughs> no, you're gonna ruin it. Let me I do love it. it. Okay. It says, Harry and Cho Chang sitting on a broom. S E E K I N G. I love it so much. Why wasn't that your title or your haiku? I don't know why it wasn't my haiku, but it certainly is too long to be a title. Oh, God. That's great. But, uh, yeah, so just a shout out (laughs) to um, our little inception of Harry having a little bit of a a crushy poo, fancying our Cho Chang from Ravenclaw. Our Cho Chang? (laughs) Oh, Teddy! <laughs> um, that was so weird. Like, <laughs> what? Just because, like, I knew exactly what you were talking about when well, you... I said it in the voice. Yeah, but that voice, like, I'm not as familiar with. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I just know because you do that a lot. Oh, yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, like it because I've heard you say like our Teddy and our Victoria. I've heard you say it so much that I knew exactly what you were talking about. It's not like a quote from the movie. Yeah, I don't understand why I wasn't asked to do um, a reading of the audio, <laughs> but I'm always available. I will make myself available. Oh my god, the funniest thing happened. So, um. A couple, I'm in a show right now, and I've made some great new friends. Shout out to the goodies. Um, not replacing current friends. Obviously. Right. Um, Just had to say it. <laughs> had to be said. And um, and so two of them were like, oh, we're going to listen to the podcast. I gave them Ooh. some of our, like, uh, our business cards. And, um, and, oh, she, and she was like, and one was like, so, like, you guys, uh, you're live every Sunday. And I was like... Um, no, we upload every Sunday. She's like, yeah, so we'll tune in on Sunday. And I'm like, no. It's not I'm the like, radio. I mean, like, you guys have to catch up. She's like, what do you mean? Like, we'll tune in on Sunday. And I'm like, it's not a radio. <laughs> like, it was like, I How have... old is this person? She is my, younger. She's 22. She's one year oh younger than gosh. us. And I was like. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Tina. I'm calling you out. Uh, but it was. Not here yet. <laughs> not here yet. We, we won't listen to this till like a year from now. Um. But yeah, it was really funny. I also just had to explain this to my boss, and I was like, yeah, like, we pre-record it and put it up. He's like, but couldn't you do it live? And I'm like, that would just be the radio, though. Like, it wouldn't be a podcast. Also, like, it would be, like, four hours long. It takes us so long. (laughs) Yeah. We cut out so much. What does it really sound like? You'll never know. A lot of pauses. A lot of, a lot of chewing. Although this time I was like unabashed, <laughs> just listen to me chomp on some lettuce. Um, um, I was like, "Yas, Jordan, I missed you. I missed <laughs> Jordan. You. Are you being paid to advertise Firebolt?" 
Um, I also wanted to go back to something you said probably in the last chapter or two chapters ago about it, like, unfair mm-hmm. that he has the fireball. And I think you're right. Like, I think it is very unfair because it's, like, clearly outperforms any other broom. Yeah. But I think that the whole thing where they all have the same is, like, in their pro sport because they talk about, like, the whole Irish team has the, Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so this is more, like, high school where it's, like, everyone just gets their own stuff and, like, whatever. Yeah. And it's kind of, like, talent will kind of shake you out anyway. Mm-hmm. But, um, I was just thinking Yeah, like, that. I just, I'm really on Cho Chang's side in this chapter. I'm just, like, this is not fair. Like, my poor girl. There's no way her broom's gonna out. But she's good. Because she she's smart. Tactics. She's great tactics. She, like, really is trying to use, like, her knowledge of the sport to, yeah. like, outsmart Harry. And it works a couple and times. And kind of the whole team is, like, aware of it. Like, the bludger comes at the right moment. Like, yeah. when Ravenclaw, go Ravenclaw, bludger. People, but that's so, haters. and I think that's so, um, that's so Ravenclaw. That they have, like, come up with a plan. A strategy to, like, sort of. But they didn't have that much time to prepare because they didn't know he was going to have a fireball. Yeah, so, like, but, you know, they're Ravenclaws, so they. Yeah. They're all thinking about and it. And they probably just know that he's a good flyer anyway. Yeah. Um, I, well, you were saying this earlier. I like that Harry kind of falls for Cho Chang. Like, I think that it's cute that he's like, I, yes, she's attractive, but also I think because she's a good Quidditch player, he like likes her. Oh no, I definitely think it's because and I like, like when, that. I love, oh, oh my God, I'm getting all like fluttery. It's so weird. I don't yeah, even I like ship like Harry Cho and Cho Chang, but like, I like this meeting of Cho Chang and I think it's so great that his first crush, cause like, especially since he ends up with Jenny, it's like, yeah. he makes like a habit of like, he likes that he, I she sort of even says that to him. Like, you like your Quidditch girls. Yeah. Because I mean, he likes when, like when Cho like does that move against him, I don't know how the direct quote that it is, oh, in yeah. the thing, but he's like sort of impressed by it. He's like mad, but he's like, Oh, like. She's good, you know? I don't know. I think it's really cute. And I and later, I think the last time I read, uh, the next introduction to Cho Chang is also really good. It doesn't happen, not introduction, but, like, it's in the next book. I think they're on the train or something. Yeah. And Ron's like, oh, you root for this team? And oh, Cho yeah. Chang, like, comes at him. She's like, yeah, I root for this team. They did blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. And she just puts him in his place. And I'm like, you know what? Cho's I feel great. like Cho gets, like, a really rough... In the fifth one. Rough go of it. But, like, her boyfriend literally did just die. Like, I don't know how I would react in that situation, too. That part doesn't bother me. The only part that bothers me about Cho Chang is when she defends Marietta Edgecombe. Well, yeah, that sucks. But also... Actually, and I think movie Cho's great. Movie Cho is great, but they cut out the worst I part know. about Cho. And they, well, they make her both take, worst. Well, they make her worse in the movie. Well, it but, seems like she's the one that, um... Yeah. But they also, like... I feel like the movie, because you see her crying, and she's like, eh, my mom's job. <laughs> like, it's, it's, like... She's so cute. Yeah. Like, that actress. Yeah. She's, like, beautiful, yeah. also. I was, like... I don't know. I, I was obsessed with her... She's such a sweet voice. When she, like, first came on the scene for the movies. I was, like, oh, my God. Who is this Because she's not in the... Until the fourth movie. Yeah. Um... And they also don't have that horrible date at Madame Putty that does not paint Cho in a great light either. Oh, where, not Harry. Where was either. the date, Alex? 
Madame Potiphar? Yeah, that's what I thought, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The shade is real. <laughs> I don't know. I, like, I really am feeling a little bit chilly sitting under this shade. <laughs> <laughs> it's Bruce. This <laughs> <laughs> is <so> Bruce. <laughs> Thanks, Bruce. Uh, anyway. <laughs> don't question our trivia. We've been requested to do another trivia night. Did you see that message? No. Do you see them if I look at them? No. Oh. That's the issue. But tell us. Um, tell me live here. You'll get a live. a live reaction. Okay, let me just pull up her name. But somebody um, Facebook messaged us, which is probably the best way to contact us. <laughs> just forewarning. Um, and she asked if... Um, we would be doing another trivia night at Seven Locks. And um, Karen, thank you for your question. And I just said we're definitely interested in doing another trivia night. It might not be until the summertime, though. Um, so hopefully we will do another trivia night. I, I mean, don't know if it'll be at Seven Locks. Um, it could be, or it could be somewhere else in the DMV area. Yeah, I mean, we'd love to do that. Yeah, we have so much fun doing it. And we also talked about doing another type of event, like yeah. a U-Ball. Yeah, I wanted to do, like, a Triwizard Tournament oh, a little yeah. bit, too. Oh, um, like a Beer Olympics, but, like, for Triwizard? Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, we should not be brainstorming this on the podcast. Don't steal our ideas. Thanks. Please <laughs> and <laughs> thank <Bye>. you. <laughs> um, TM. Isn't that, like, a thing? Yeah, trademark. Well, I know what TM stands for, but isn't that, like, an no, internet that is, thing? No, that is a thing. It's an internet yeah. thing. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> Molly's so hip to her internet things. I've been tumbling a little bit. Ooh, for Potterwatch? Yeah, have you noticed? Yeah. Do you, do you, do you get my messages when I send yeah, them? Yeah, I, like, I don't know if you meant to send them to, like, yourself or... No, I mean, I'll, when I send them to Potterwatch, I mean to, so that... Oh, I know, but I didn't know if you meant, like, you'll check them later or something, or if you, um, mean for me to get them. I mean all of the above. Okay. Like, I just think they're things that are either interesting to talk about on the podcast, but I always think they're good things to reblog from Potterwatch. Yeah. Um, I don't always know how to reblog it if it's in a message, though. You just have to go to the link and then... I think I did it once. <laughs> um, okay. Anyway, back into the world. Back into the world. I like that... This is, like, Harry's gut coming through, or I don't know if it's gut, or, like, like his reactions, because he's, like, doing some pretty good magic. He's flying on a broom. I know. Cho reacts to the Dementors. He whips out his wand. Hey, Come on. <laughs> Where are your minds? <laughs> and then he does a very complicated spell, and then catches the snitch. I have that, too. I'm like, Harry, good job, but that's so Harry. That was it's definitely like two in, syllables. In... Harry. Harry. <laughs> Love all of the purse. As in Percy. I'm just, I'm moving forward. Okay. Um. I didn't know if you were there yet. Oh, about him being excited about winning his bets. Yeah, and like Lupin. Like, I just love all oh, of this. Lupin. Just as much as I like them coming up to him before the game, like this after game. That was some Patronus. Ugh. Ugh. Lupin. What a pickup line. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I mean, I don't mean it like that. No, 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 no. Not with Harry, but like for me. Like, what a pickup line. Like, please, excuse me. This is my very angry note coming <laughs> 
<laughs> Things are happening. Um, yeah, love Lupin. Love the, he's like so happy for Harry and like, I don't know. It's just so nice. Malfoy getting yelled at by McGonagall. I'm sure you have like, what's your note? I'm so curious. This is, this is an all caps. This is so fucked up. I said they should not be allowed to play in the next match. Agreed. They should be, like... Honestly, like, Harry's been suspended for less. But I guess that was Umbridge, so it doesn't really count. yeah. But But definitely a lot less. This is... Like, it is sabotage. So they should be disqualified. Also, like... Regardless of whether Harry, like, had an issue with the Dementors, like, the Dementors are no joke. Like, you should not be, one, going onto a Quidditch pitch, mm-hmm. regardless, and two, like, um, mocking, like, this really dangerous creature that has, like, wreaked semi-havoc at the school. Yeah. Like, it's just, like, not something to even joke about. Yeah, I... Malfoy's... Nah. And we don't even get to hear Professor Dumbledore... Yell. Oh, but no, I, she says, I'll be speaking to Professor. Oh, yeah. ah, here he comes now. Well, we don't hear shit about that. Well, I loved McGonagall's reaction because she was yeah. pissed. Pissed. But I, uh, yeah, I, they should have, their punishment does not fit the crime. It just says, detention for all of you and 50 points from Slytherin. Harry, Ron, yep. Hermione, and Neville got 50 points each. Yeah, or not Ron, but um, Harry, Hermione, and Neville got 50 points each. And had to go into the Forbidden Forest. Yeah, like, they just... first years. They... This is way worse than that. Also, they weren't just, like, out of bed, out of out after yeah. hours. So fucked. You're so right. Like, this is a horrible thing yeah. that they've done. And because it had to do with Quidditch, they should have to not play, play. their next match. Agreed. Agreed. I feel very strongly about this. I mean, I did too. I was mad. My next note says, poor Hermione. <laughs> Don't know what Theme happened. of the chapter. Uh, well, I, I was kind of mad at Harry because he's like, did you even come to the match? Like, so what if she didn't come to the match? Like, she doesn't have to go watch you play all the time. She's got shit to do. <laughs> oh my. But she did go to the match. Yeah. And I think, like. I think it's it would be weird if she didn't go to the match. And I think Harry meant, like, did you even take a break? Yeah. But, like, it was kind of like, did you even see me play? I don't, like, I you, didn't see it. No, like, I, I know. I, I was Because just, he was talking to her, I think it yeah. was, like, meant to be, like, an olive branch. Like, my note says, poor Hermione, at least Harry is being civil to her. I think Harry is being nice to her. I just was reading that one line. It's like, did you yeah. even come to the match? Yeah. Which I think he means it. I like, think he means did it. Did you like, take a break? Right, exactly. But it could be interpreted. Yes, like, but I heard it like more, you know, like concern. Like, did you even go to the match? Like, like take a break, honey. Yeah. Like, there's a lot going on with you. Yeah. You need to get that together. You look like you're about to go crazy. Like Ron needs to chill the fuck out, though. He's like, if Scabbers hadn't just been eaten, he could have. I know. I know. And then in the same note, I was like. But Hermione needs to take accountability. Like, very valid, Rod. Honestly, this, uh, you'll see when we get to my Rotten Champion, like, this was me this whole chapter. I was like, I'm mad at Hermione and Ron. Like, they're both, like, on my last nerve in this chapter. I think they're both so over dramatic about this one. Because instance. Ron's right. He's like, no, if she just acted like she was sorry, 
But she'll never admit she's wrong. Um, and then she's still acting like Scabbers has gone on vacation or something. Yeah, it just, both of them are a mess right now. Um, my note says, what do you make of Harry's dream? Oh, yeah, I always think about this dream, and I get it mixed up with other scenes, because there's, like, a scene in the first book where he's, like, um, flying, and he, like, goes and eavesdrops mm-hmm. on Quirrell and Snape, and then there's, like, another time where he also is, like, flying, and he, like, is eavesdropping or something like that in the sixth one or something, but, um, so anyway, I just always get the scene mixed up, but let me look back at what the dream is. He had a very strange dream. He was walking through a forest, his firebolt over his shoulder, following something silvery white. It was winding its way through the trees ahead, and he could only catch glimpses of it between the leaves. Anxious to catch up with it, he sped up, but as he moved faster, so did his quarry. Harry broke into a run, and ahead he heard hooves gathering speed. Now he was running flat out, and ahead he could hear galloping. Then he turned a corner into a clearing, and... Oh, no! Alright, so what were your thoughts? I just... I want to pay attention to Harry's dreams. Yeah. Because he has a lot of them. They always And are they mean something. Funny. I think he's got a little bit of seer in him. Not, like, real seer, but, like, you know what I'm saying? Like... He's got good intuition. Like, his subconscious is really on point sometimes, you know, in his dreams. And I don't know if that's just a wizard thing. Like, maybe all wizard dreams mean a little bit more than what, like, our dreams mean. Um, I don't know. But Harry's definitely means something. And it's certainly a, uh, a literary device that J.K. Yeah. Rowling is using. But in terms of the magical world, I'm going to question it. I think Harry's dreams, like, um, his trauma comes out in his dreams. Yeah. Um, and so I think we're thinking the same thing, that he's, like, trying to chase after his dad. And every time he gets closer, it's like he gets further away, which is really sad. Yeah, especially with coming chapters. Yeah. Oh, boy. So sad. I would be terrified if I was Ron. Right? <laughs> um, this is the scene, which I forgot that this was in the same chapter, but Ron, like, wakes up because Sirius Black is standing over his bed with a knife. And my note says Sirius is so sloppy. Like, this is so sloppy. Like, you're better than this. Like, stay one as a dog and look for the rat, which Crookshank should have already told you that the rat's not there. Yeah. But also, LOL, Percy? Why did I say LOL? Because I said Percy not believing Ron is foreshadowing for his character. I mean, I wouldn't have believed Ron probably at first. Because he was, like, sleeping. There's literally a slash in his bed curtain. Did Percy see that? Or did he put that down in the common room? I thought Percy comes into their room because of Ron making so much noise. No, he comes into the common room. Oh, okay. Pinning his head boy badge on his pajamas <laughs> as he comes down. <laughs> That's funny. Um, oh, Because he's, like, in our dormitory with a knife. Like, it woke me up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I, was, I was laughing because they're like, oh, are we starting the party? McGonagall comes in and she's like, 
Percy. I expected better. I, I did not authorize. I did not authorize this. <laughs> this is not my fault. And um, good for you, Ron, for sticking to your guns. It wasn't a nightmare. <laughs> Ron. <laughs> oh boy. Um. Yeah, that's the my last note. That was your last note. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, you I have just, a lot of notes. I have two. Oh. Um, I was like, was Cadogan in the right for letting him in? Like, because he had the password? No. I think that's a red flag when they have all the passwords and they're just, like, listing them. But, like, is also, it part like, of the magic, also, though, that if you have the password, you can be let in? But it, it doesn't seem like that. Like, it seems like it's uh, the the painting's choice because there are other times when they say the password and the paintings stall them. So it's not like it automatically opens when you say the password. I also think Sir Cadogan, when he explains it, he's like, he had all of them for the week. Also should have been a red flag. All of the painting know, paintings right. know that I they're know. looking for Sirius Black and a grown ass man probably has some like facial hair, looks mad like, walks up and is like, here's the password. That's not going to raise any red flags. No, I think it definitely should have raised red flags and he should have alerted someone, but I'm thinking, like, the magic is that he does have to let them in, though. I don't know. I think there is no, like, magic to the door. It's I think just there like, is. I just think that the, it's the portrait has to let you in. Like If you have the password. Right, but it's like, not, there's not magic. It's like, I am the doorman. If you have the password, you get in. Because I don't think they have the discretion to be like, I'm not going to let you in if you have the password. Like, I don't think there's discretion there. But that's why I think there are people rather than just a spell that you just enter. But I mean, like, if, like, they were late and he was like, I don't want to let you in. And they're like, I have the password. Here's the password. I don't think think they're allowed to do that. No, I don't even mean allowed. I I know what you're saying. I'm saying I think it's just that they're not allowed to. I don't think it's, like, a magical thing. Because with other... With other houses, it's just the discretion of the painting. Like, Ravenclaw has to come up with a different riddle every time. So it's not just, like, one word that magically opens. Right, but you still have to answer it. And, like, if you tickle the pear, then you get in for the kitchen. Yeah. Like, they don't get to decide, like, oh, I'm not going to let you in because... Yeah. Whatever. Like... I don't know. Also, the way that... McGonagall reacts makes me think it's not like a magical thing. Well, I think he should have told somebody, been like, I let this guy in because he had the password, but like, obviously, I don't know. Yeah. And then just, oh, Neville. Oh, Nev. Nev. It's not a good look, buddy. It's not a good look. Which abysmally foolish person wrote down the week's passwords and left them lying around? Yikes. And with a squeak. It was Neville. <laughs> Yikes. It's not his best, not his best moment. All right. Shall we move along? Into the quarry. Yeah. Of the rat and the... Who is your rat? I'm very curious. Hogwarts administration. Ooh, okay. I Dumbledore and Snape, mostly. Should have been... Should have been kicked off the team, honestly, in my opinion. But I would have settled for uh, suspended from the next match. Yeah. 
it's like it fits the crime. Like they did try and sabotage another team's game, and they did sabotage. And it was like the captain of the Slytherin team, Malfoy, and another person. There, they should have had to forfeit the next game. Like honestly, like it's clearly some like it's not like Malfoy came up with this by himself, and just Malfoy should be like not in the game. It's that it's the Slytherin captain, like. He made that choice to bring the whole team into it. Yeah. The whole team should be punished. Yeah. He should lose his captaincy. For sure. It made me mad. It clearly made mad. you more mad. I I uh, gave my rat to Sir Cadogan. Uh, yeah. But, um... I'm not mad at him. He was doing his job. I think he's dumb. But, um... But I have parentheses almost Romione. Like, both <laughs> of them as a pairing. Like, I couldn't give it to one of them because I think they're equally, like, they're equally on my nerves. Like, I, I, I think Hermione's more Hermione's wrong. Hermione's more wrong, but Ron's, Ron's more, more obnoxious. <laughs> like, I just also think some, like, Hermione, like, Ron, yes, this is a sad thing that his rat died, but that's the only thing that's going bad for him right now. Hermione is clearly, like, having a nervous breakdown. Yeah. Well, who did you give your champ to? I gave my champ to Cho. Oh, I thought for, I was giving it to Cho. I gave it to Cho, and I said, for a solid attempt at beating Harry, even though she was the underdog, and he clearly had, like, a broom that was faster than hers, in, like, a game of seeking, I think the broom is everything, and I think she really worked, did a good job of working around that. Um, I was going to give it to Cho, but I gave it to, um, Jordan. <laughs> Because I love him. Jordan is funny in this chapter, even though we didn't talk about him very much. Yeah. And I gave this chapter 50 points. Like, solid. I gave it 60. Though I sh- it really doesn't deserve a full 60. I'll give it the 52. I mean, it's a solid chapter. Like the, especially the end part. No, it is fun. The I, end part's yeah. exciting. Um, yeah, but nothing happens like I didn't realize like I realized it when I was reading it but then when I was trying to write the haiku I was like really nothing happens in this chapter it's mostly just the Quidditch game Hogwarts Hogwarts Hoggy Hoggy Hogwarts teach us something please quiz 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 who scored the first goal for Gryffindor you have a 30% chance of getting it. Katie Bell. Yes. Nice. Okay. Um, okay. Um, what was the score when Harry caught the snitch? They were up by 50 points, but the Ravenclaw had just scored like 30 points. They said they, like, Ravenclaw just scored, like, three in a row, but, um, Gryffindor is up by 50 now or something like that. Isn't that right? You're correct, I guess. (laughs) I, um, I have that it was 80 to zero, but that's clearly wrong. Like, if they scored three, that makes sense. I just didn't, I just missed that they scored three when I was writing the answer. As said, it's been a bit... Gryffindor only 50 points ahead. Yeah. Because it was like Ravenclaw was pulling back. They had now scored three goals, which put Gryffindor only 50 points ahead. Yeah, I just think I missed, like, when I was... You added them all up. Well, I didn't add them. It was, like, the last time that I 
like it was 80 to zero, and then Ravenclaw scored three or something. Oh, maybe. Yeah, and that's why it... I was just thinking, like, those three goals plus 50 would have been 80. Oh. No, but I think it's the other way around. Oh, yeah, 80 to zero. You're yeah. right, you're right. I just didn't add in that Ravenclaw scored the three. Um, so if you want to listen in next week... What is the password? Um, for next week, shall we say, um, ooh, next chapter's so good. Oh, let me see. What shall we say? Um, who receives a howler in this chapter? Gotcha. Okay, well, listen to us next week. I'm Alex. I'm Molly. And this is still Paw Watch. Mischief managed. Bum 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 bum.